Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hello, hello, hello everybody, and welcome to another Empowered Love show And welcome to everybody from the UK, the US and Europe and New Zealand and there's about 107 countries now listening into these shows which is just so, so exciting and what's been great is there's been a really uh, fabulous response to the Getting Love Right, uh, yeah, I'll just try, I'm a bit tongue-tied, no I haven't been drinking, I don't do that before radio shows, just joking. Okay, so uh, yeah, the uh, Getting um, Love Right show is going really, really well, the uh, show that Dale and I are doing, and thank you so much for people that are sending in questions, because we're really wanting to make it interactive now with people that are are sending in questions so that we can address them in each particular show, and also the Manifest the Life and uh, Love That You Want show is also uh, a lot of you guys are picking that up and listening to it. And, of course, the narcissistic show is always really, really popular. So what's really exciting about this year is uh, so much information uh, I'm able to get out there now about Empowered Life and Love, which is my newsletter. And I keep forgetting to say it, so I'm going to start saying it on the shows now. But uh, you can always go to my website, which is www.melanietoniaevans.com, and that's Melanie, uh, M-E-L-A-N-I-E, Tonia, T-O-N-I-A, Evans, E-V-A-N-S, which is my name, of course, and you can go onto uh, my front page, and there is always a free uh, ebook, which is quite comprehensive. And the one that's there at the moment, and there's going to be a few more there soon, but the one that's there is about how to identify toxic and healthy relationships. And you can have that ebook for free. It's a great publication. It's really going to help you get love right. And all that's required for that is, is you becoming a subscriber of my free non-obligation newsletter which comes out weekly and that's chock-a-block full of information and stuff for you. So it's very much about providing uh, free resources and resources that you can access to really empower yourself and get love like, and life right. We all want to do that. So we've got a great show today. Do you know what? This stuff is stuff I love. It's a little bit sort of left field, but it really does relate to all of us. I believe it does uh, strongly. And in this show, I've got Marianne Falali on again. We're doing this once a month segment. And this is the second of four segments. And this is all about 2012, what does it mean? And in this show, I'm going to be asking Marianne questions in regard to Atlantis, the Golden Age, the Egyptian Connection, how it relates to us and this is going to be really, really cool because there's just so many awesome things. I've got a big fascination with Egypt. Um, I love crop circles. I remember the first time I saw crop circles, I was just in awe Um, and how anybody can think that people go out and, you know, sort of create those themselves is really, you've got to be kidding themselves. You know, if you've ever looked into crop circles, it will blow your mind. So I love this stuff. I'm so looking forward to this show. So, hey, Marianne. Hi, and thank you so much for coming on and sharing this information with people. Hi, Melanie. Let me know if I speak loud enough, okay? Can you hear me? Yes, yes, just speak up. We're having a little bit of a difficult connection with Marianne. I'm here in Australia and she's there in the U.S. But, hello, uh, hello. But no, you sound okay. Okay. 
Okay, good, good. Hello, everyone. I'm happy to be uh, with uh, with everyone again for this series, and uh, I'm so uh, honored to be asked uh, to talk about what I'm passionate about. And you are passionate, and you've got great knowledge, and that's what I love about, you know, this sort of stuff that you get into because uh, you've spent a lot of time researching and you feel really connected to it. And I think if we're passionate about anything, we do have really good knowledge on it. And, well, let's just get into the show. Let's get into the meat of things because it's going to be really, really cool. So... You know, you talk about the golden age and I guess the thing is, you know, 2012, really we've been looking at a world in crises. We've been looking at ego reign. We've been looking in, in might is right. If we look at our planet, you know, the common denominator of our planet is, is atrocious. We've got millions of people yes. starving to death. We've got bureaucracies that are power struggling and fighting. We've got... Uh, you know, the has and the has-nots, and we've, we've just got, you know, and, and from my point of view, we've got a planet where narcissism is an incredibly yes. uh, powerful and destructive force. Yes. So let, let's just go into a little bit about the Golden Age, Marianne, and, and, you know, if you can just share what is the meaning of the Golden Age. Sure, sure. Well, um, I just I realized that in the last show I didn't really talk about what I was doing here in California and uh, my mission and all of this. So I am a makeup artist, and uh, I am also an actress, and I am a mom. So this is what I do for those who wonder <laughs> what I do. And in my spare time, my very little spare time, I go around and I just gather information for whoever uh, wants to share that with me. And uh, so I do... Um, I I do have a lot of yummy stuff for us today, and uh, the golden age. Where well, the golden age is, is always a period of decline before golden age, and the term golden age comes from the Greek mythology, and it refers to the first of a sequence. Um, it's associated with a pre- pre- precious metal, gold. Therefore, golden age, which is the purest metal, really. And uh, it's a sequence that's followed by the silver, bronze, and iron ages, and then a period of decline, which is the period we're in right now. So anything goes. And I think it's it's pathology. There's pathologies in our societies because we're, we've been going in circles since the 80s, and that's um, that's uh, that's been just coming, you know, on and on that that. Really, no, no, nothing is coming out of that. We're repeating what has been done in the 80s. I don't know if you agree with me, but it seems that we're not coming out of it. And I think it's almost as if we're going to hit the wall and then we'll have no choice but evolve or die. And the, the, also the golden age in the, um, in the uh, Greek terms, it denotes a period of peace, harmony, stability and prosperity. So that's what we have to look forward to after 2012. The Hindu culture calls those ages the yugas. Only they accorded the qualities of colors. The white color being the purest belongs to the first ideal age, the golden age. So the golden age in the Hindu culture would be the Satya Yuga. And it's believed that during Satya Yuga, human being life expectancy is about 400 years old. So most people engage yeah, only in good, cool. sublime deeds and they're in harmony with the earth. So yeah, now it's really cool with that day. Oh, yeah. Well, it's coming. It has to because uh, I don't think it can get any worse than this. Really. Yeah, I would agree. Because I it's agree. pretty bad. It's I mean, the, the 80s are saying that things haven't changed and no, you know, we exactly. are, I really believe that we've been significantly feeling this this shift, this quickening since the eighties, which has been, you know, very much about uh, you know, when we were kids, well, I don't know how old a lot of the listeners are. I know you're probably in my age bracket, you know, I'm forty four. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know mm-hmm. in you know, when I was a kid in the sixties and the seventies, time went forever and then in the eighties it seems like it's been speeding up and it's not just yes. because we're old 
um, kids kids feel it too. It just you know, like last week, where did last week go? I have no idea. <laughs> so you know, this is the, the whole shift we're talking about. Well, you're about. also it's, very busy. It's, uh, it's huge. <laughs> Yes, it is big. It's big because there's a, you know, it has to be progressive in order for us to um, assimilate the changes. And uh, and this progression is, is really about um, adaptation. And you can get stuck in, in a certain dimension. And if 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 nothing happens, you, you'll stay in that pretty much the same. But if you are pulled by an energy of riding the wave of consciousness, then there's a whole new a way of thinking, a new way of being that is very different from the time we grew up. It was really science fiction, and now it's becoming a reality. Absolutely. And I also find, too, you know, in this quickening, where we don't, seem to have as much time it's so important to be aligned because if we're in our head and our ego and wasting time there we just don't function we don't get things done we're really being forced to get aligned yeah absolutely and then also we we also have more to do we have more to do than ever before. We we are we have the computer, we have the cell phones, we always have the economy. We we have to 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 be uh, uh, in in that sense of, of of stress all the time. To to otherwise you won't survive. So there is an, an urgency to to make it. Or but all this is starting to peel off. We we're realizing that where are we going exactly? This is there's nowhere to go. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah, it can be like Groundhog Day. And, and there are a lot of people that are getting up, they're doing the same stuff over and over and over and over again, and where is it going? Yes, yes. It's all an illusion, and that's what we're realizing is that, wait a minute, all this is like, yeah, of course we can always do more, we can always run in here and there, but the the truth is we are human beings. We need to be, we don't need to do. And to shift exactly. the awareness from doing and, and associating with with the work and the accomplishments, which is completely narcissistic, or just being yeah. part of it all. It's a huge shift, which that's why the, the tide yeah. of, of the, I see it, the, the money is, coming, is going away as if the tide was, taking the money back because it doesn't even belong here. It's an idea, an idea that's projected, um, hypnot, hypnot, how do you say that word? Um, it's by hypnot, it's hypnosis on a piece of paper yeah. that keeps you thinking that you need this piece of paper because the, the symbolism on it keeps you connected with it through fear, and and you think that you really believe you need that piece of paper when actually we don't. We don't. Yeah. But we yeah. think we do. So and therefore that's going to be do. a massive shift because there's been yes. so much programming that's taken place with that. And, yes, and exactly. You know, programming. Also, and I know, as a healing practitioner, that a lot of people have got money consciousness fears that you're right. They're driving survival through fear. And, Through fear. You know, and yet the abundant people that I know are absolutely not working from that space. They're working from an, a being inspirational space, which then means the doing is an unfolding, and then, you know, abundance and, and, you know, all the things they want just come from that. But the difference is they don't need it to quell the fear. They're not in that fear. Yes, but you know, the, being in fear is a lower frequency. When you start to speed up your own frequency, you don't vibrate, and you realize the the, the meaningless of it. And that's why the 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 hidden people are freaking out because they're realizing that more and more people are waking to the fact that they decide to not stay in that lower frequency of fear, and therefore it's freedom. Absolutely, absolutely. And then from that space of freedom, freedom, the you know because human beings are so often doing the getting and the doing in order to be. Yes. But yet, if yes. you can get the being right, well, then the getting and the doing is effortless. 
Yeah, because of the law of attraction. Your your frequency will will vibrate in in the highest speed, and you will get everything you need. There's so much want that That's that is right. created with the media that we think to in order to be happy, we need to have all these things. And again, it's complete manipulation and complete uh, thought control. And enough is enough. That's right, that's right. And then that drives <laughs> consumerism economy because what people find, and, you know, I've read about this phenomena and I totally concur that this would be right for a lot of people, you know, like movie stars or people that hit the upper echelon and they've got unlimited resources but they're still depressed because that outer stuff cannot replace beingness. No, the bottom absolutely line, not. Absolutely, you know, but the thing yeah, is that our yeah. economy is so based on consuming and, and making sure that that, uh, that money keeps going on around, around, around. And, but the truth is we don't need all this. We need nature. That's really what we need. And, and everything is taking away from us to, to, to have this control uh, working. But I think it's, it's just going to go away like any kind of, you know, it's a cycle. So we're at the end of that cycle. And I wanted, I wanted to talk about uh, yeah, um, when, yeah. when was the last uh, golden age? When we were in the golden age, the last. Yeah, when was it? Well, it was in the yeah, time of Atlantis. Atlantis, of course. Yeah, let's talk a bit about that. You know, because lot, I think a lot of people sort of have a little bit of, you know, knowledge about, you know, we know that, like, the Atlantis, was it myth, was it real, Atlantis fell, um, you know, that was meant to be about, you know, when the, when the height of technology and ego took over and that's what happened. So now, there was a decline me, there, I, of course. I'm fascinated by that. Tell me about me it. Me too. I think, I think when, I mean, I, I remember about hearing, about Atlantis uh, growing up, and it, it, I was always attracted to that word and imagining all sort of uh, um, fantastical uh, uh, surroundings and some, uh, this great, and I think we all can, can feel the resonance because I, my belief is that people that are on this earth at this present day all were in the time of Atlantis. That's my belief because we need to remember what it's like in order to recreate it. So it, it, it's part of, of our um, collective memory. And, uh, um, well, they found Atlantis now, um, and you can find it on the, on the web. It's amazing. I just Googled that, and it just came out right away with so much information. And I knew in my heart I was like, that's it. This is the truth, I mean, it, of course, it's my truth, but it resonated. It totally made sense to me um, because of the way it was depicted and, and um, it, it, well, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> so um, Atlantis was a name, first yes, of so all. Yes, that, that link that people can go to or where can they find um, that, that information? Um, I think that link would be just uh, AtlantisTheMotherland.com, something like this. It's a book that uh, two people wrote together and a lot of channeling and a lot of research they did and there are beautiful pictures on it and, and when I clicked on it I, I knew it just resonated with me so strongly um, that that was the way to go because they talk a lot about Atlantis being in the Atlant uh, Atlantic Ocean well at the time of Atlantis the the Atlantean was was about the Mediterranean Sea and all that. So there's a little confusion with that. So now they found that um, Atlantis was just above the Black Sea. So it, it, it Sorry, makes I sense. Sorry, I missed that last Marianne. Oh, Atlantis was just about above the Black Sea now. Where the Black Sea is? Yes. So it was there. Okay, and Atlantis, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can you hear so, me? So, what what was with the fall of Atlantis? What you know? What what do you believe that was about? Well, Atlantis was a name that the Greek law, lawmaker Solon made up after um, talking to Sanchez, a very old Egyptian priest. So we don't know the exact name of Atlantis, how it was called. 
he made up that name after after talking to that Egyptian priest. I believe that the name of Atlantis was a name that we cannot pronounce, but that's my own uh, little uh, fantasy uh, head. That's where I go. But uh, the location of Atlantis would have been just above the now Black Sea. So it was an island surrounded by land with a lot of canals around. And the city of Atlantis architecture is round, and it's clearly made up of sacred geometry. It looks like totally fractal, meaning um, um, a fractal is a geometric pattern. And um, yes. and I'm pretty I'm pretty uh, certain that it was built uh, according to the golden mean ratio, because that's just the way nature um, creates everything around us. So it would be in total harmony. And that is fascinating. I've looked into the Golden Ratio, and uh, yeah, and I think anybody out here that doesn't know about it, go and research it because it will blow your mind. Yeah, how, it will blow your mind. Work. Absolutely, and you, it, it'll yeah. make you look at everything in a different in on a different light, on different level altogether. Yes, it's very important to to connect with the sacred geometry and golden ratio. So what they say yeah, on, on and, that and sacred geometry is is amazing because it actually does just by looking at it and absorbing a picture mm. and a and a and a state. It mm. absolutely affects your vibration. It's uh absolutely powerful self stuff. And it's very healing that it. that, that will it. heal us completely and, and will transform our DNA. Those are codes that, that will take us back to our original blueprints. Yes, as who we're meant to be, a true self-level. Before mm-hmm. all of this distortion and getting pulled out of true self and into egoic patterns and... Exactly. Outside of the body. About, isn't it? I'm sorry? Yeah, that's right. And this whole time <laughs> is about returning back to who we truly are and being in our to the source. power. To the source, being in, in, in really... Um, at one with nature, and um, yes, this is really, really who we are. We are the golden ratio, and we are the sacred geometry. Period. The rest is just some dis- different dis- um, representation of that. And the rest, what we see on, right. on the outside, and that's a is big part of my healing component. Is is mm. that we are souls, we are light. There is no separation. Absolutely, and, and exactly. we are all that we need, and we are all that is, and that just yes. changes everything away from the egoic patterns that I'm yes. empty and limited, and I have to yes. do and get in order and to be whole. That's a false belief. A false belief. It is a total illusion. Yes, yes. I agree. We're it's so a, it's an illusion that, that, that was created in order to to be to be easily manipulated. If you know who you really are and you know your powers, nobody can manipulate you. But if you're in fear Absolutely. and your frequency is really low, you will give in easily. So that's that. Absolutely. So what I found really Absolutely. interesting is that... just describe narcissism, narcissistic abuse to a T. Absolutely. That's, that's exactly, exactly what that's about. And that's why this show is, is really important. So, Absolutely. Well, okay, so the connection with Atlantis and and Egypt, this fascinates well, me. So, uh, so yeah. good knowledge on that. Well, what I found out is that uh, actually Atlantis existed during the, the Ice Age. And the climate there was subtropical. So even though it was really freezing all around, in that little place it was an ideal um, climate in order to so this was very attractive to um, to aliens that's when uh, it all came from is that some aliens from um, the Sirius star uh, co- constellation came to earth to help us evolve in a way because they saw that those Neanderthal were were not going anywhere. It was not evolving fast enough really. And um what they say on that website is that they actually fell in love with the uh, with the uh our grandfathers and grandmothers <laughs> and they decided to mate with the the humans and 
created that city of Atlantis. So they created a new civilization. And then when, um, I mean, there's a lot of mythology that would confirm that extraordinary beings lived um, on the earth at one point, but it stayed so um, mysterious and so not recorded, or maybe it was recorded and destroyed, that we doubted it. But I'm sure that even though it seemed far-fetched, with simple explanation, it makes a lot of sense. And we'll talk about the crop circles a little later. So that planet, that star planet, was the Xilantia. Xilantia um, is in the Sirius star, and they came down. They were scientists, and they made it with uh, humans, and they created um, the civilization of Atlantis. And then, of course, the decline came, and ego started um, popping up in, in, in people and evil, and they destroyed Atlantis. And um, after the flood, the, the Atlanteans, the survivors, migrated in different regions of the planet, and some went to Egypt. So we realized that the pyramids are older than any pharaoh civilization. So it was way before the actual Egyptians. And there's the name of a god, Thoth, who is also Hermes in Greek. And he's, it said that he, had, he has been the, the king of Atlantis. There's another name also of Jehuti, so that would be the same, and he was uh, the architect of the pyramids. Whoever built those pyramids had full knowledge of sacred geometry and how to use the golden mean ratio. If you do some research, it's all about that. So it is so precise that modern science uses it for reference. That's how precise it is. So it's not there, – there's some extraterrestrial intelligence that – at that time, could only build the pyramids. There's no way a bunch of Egyptians could do that. There's no way. I agree. I mean, uh, I it doesn't agree. make any sense. It's like the crop circle no, we were talking no. about earlier. And you just look at the sheer height and the, and the, uh, and the stones that we use. And, and as you said, the, the precise formations and the knowledge of yes. Astrology and the placements and the—it's it, it, just astounding. It's astounding. I mean, it really—it's unbelievable. And it—it it yeah. seems that there. It feels to me that they really—it feels like temples. It doesn't feel like anything else but temples to me. Yes, 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 yes. We, we've got actually a question in the chat room, Marianne, which is from oh, Kate, who's um, really active, which is this awesome Kate. I'm really glad you're in the chat room. This is really cool. But she's um, she said I've, I, she wonders what the pyramid placement around the globe means um, and what the purpose of it is. Okay, let me... Well, yeah, so she's wondering I'm, with the placement... You know what what that actually means. Is that like uh, is it affecting ley lines? Is it is it affecting energetic residence, or was it just simply there as temples at the time? What what what's your take on that? Well, there's a, there's a, a, an amazing connection with the the Orient Belt, the Orient constellation. It mirrors mirrors exactly the Orient um, constellation. So that is the connection with. Orient, so it would be to me um, a resonance from from the Orient. Whatever happens over there, it is mirror down here. I my 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 yeah. feeling about my feeling about the pyramids is that they are um, acting as an anchor of energies within the Earth, so so that it can be transmuted from Orient to the Earth through the pyramids because the shape of the pyramid is what we see in the physicality of the pyramid. It actually is the exact same pyramid upward 
uh, if you want, it's like a, an X, a big X. And the pyramids were built from up down, meaning that they're a physical manifestation of a etheric body of a pyramid just above. Like a big antenna that we don't see, but it's clearly there. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, yeah. So can you just explain a little bit more about Orion? Because Kate is asking a little bit more about Orion. Okay, great. Um, well, Sirius is associated with the goddess Isis, while the stars of Orion are associated with her consort, Osiris. So so these are two different um, um, energies that are connected with with the the um, the pyramid itself, and uh, and our, if you go back into the origin of our solar system, it is born from the womb of Isis. So we are actually we are coming from Cyrus. Cyrus B, which is Isis, is made of iron. So the iron of Cyrus B is the same as the iron in our blood and the iron of the earth and of our solar system. So Sirius is in our blood. We resonate with Sirius. And uh, she's older than our solar system. And if you want Orion... So Sirius a part of Orion, is it? A part of the constellation? No, it's actually... It's it's not in the same place. It's... it's, it's in, it's not next to one another, but it's it's in the sky. I mean, of course, it's in the sky, uh, but it's not it's not in the same place. The, okay. I mean, I, okay. you know, it's like let's say one is to the left and the other one is to the right. So let's say that Sirius is to the left and Orion is to the right, and the chambers were built. The the queen chamber is built towards Cyrus, and the king's chamber is built towards Orion. So Orion would be the male uh, counterpart, and if you want the the sperm of, of that, what created our solar system was Orion being the male energy and Sirius being the female energy that created our solar system. Of course, I don't, and this is very intuitive. This is very intuitive with the research, and I'm making up. Maybe I'm not completely accurate, but I have instincts about it, and that's, of course, my my opinion. Um, So, yeah, which is great. And I think it's important to honor your instincts and your feelings because. Yeah, it's, it just feels you know. there's this. It just makes sense to me that that we are coming from somewhere, and it's certainly not from the sea only. <laughs> you know, we are much more, much bigger than we can ever imagine, and I think we're starting to realize that. And when it was scary before, it's starting to feel more and more not only acceptable but more and more joyful. Sorry, you yeah, realize more natural. That more natural and to realize that of course we are all one and that includes our our you know our friends from above so so i think the fear can really yes, yes. disappear when we accept our dual um and i'll talk about that a little bit more later but our dual um birthright i mean this, this is really um a fantastic mix of uh, genetic experiment, the the Earth is is a pool of ge- gen- genetic experiments. Some fantastic and some not so good, but definitely there is a, a huge connection that we can have with the stars, and that can make a lot of sense. So to come back to um, to the the iron in our blood, it would make sense that also the center of the Earth might very well be a, a giant iron crystal. So it would make sense that the magnetism that is created within the, the earth and the, the pyramid, they would have a connection, direct connection, as like maybe antennas, or these pyramids would be a chamber to to evolve um, and and to speed up our consciousness. And I also thought that that maybe um, um, 
the way the chambers are, they are directly in the in the in the direction of Sirius and Orion. So the female would go at the moment of death, and I'm talking about not the the Egyptian. I'm talking about the the Atlanteans. Um, that at the time where a transformation is is necessary they would have the desire to go back home. So they would go into those chambers, and we would call them tomb, but actually they would be almost like tra traveling chambers. And when the body is ready to be transformed, the, the, um, our etheric bodies, they knew how to die consciously. They knew how to project their bodies of light, their uh, etheric magma, towards consciously towards the the stars the appropriate stars to go back home using sacred geometry and using the golden ratio so so to me is is how it's still mysterious but i know that it's possible to do that at the time of your death if you direct your 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 etheric body in certain position you are in a certain direction with the focus consciously without fear you are immortal so the whole immortality yeah. that the egyptian captured they thought that by by um mummifying the body you would stay immortal but i think they realized that it was something that they they heard about or that was kind of evolved in a different culture, but the origin of n knowing how to die consciously comes from the Atlanteans. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes, great. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. It, it is. It's great. It's, it's, it's great stuff. So let's, uh, you, yeah, let's, Crop circles, one of my favorite. Yes, favorite yeah, because we're talking a lot about sacred geometry, and and crop circles are definitely sacred geometry. They are. I mean, and what they are, yeah, they're well, you know. And I came across crop circles a couple of years ago, and I remember that. Uh, Did you, you go know, into what? Everybody sort of hears a bit about crop circles. I came across them a couple of years ago. Somebody gave me a DVD. Um, which, oh yeah. Look, and I'd heard about them like a lot of people had, and and as we know, they're not through mainstream media at all. And really, anything that is through mainstream media is very much about, you know, they're a hoax or they you know, a couple of people have, uh, you know, admitted that they are out around, you know, different areas doing them. And so, so I was a bit like everybody else. I sort of had this thing that, oh yeah, crop circles, whatever. But then when I saw this DVD, oh my right. god, I was literally, and I think it was the sacred geometry. I remember, I was in tears of ecstatic joy yes. watching it. Yes. Yes, because you remember your entire being remembers that that this is this is a way to communicate. This is a communication, and your subconscious is getting the message. Yes, you know you yes. don't know why, and, and but it, you're affected in a certain way. Yes, yes. Well, and I, I just what thought they are. It was yes, just yes. Beautiful. Just yes. beautiful. The the, right. the formations, the sacred geometry. That just so for anybody out there that really hasn't looked into crop circles, Google it. It will again blow yeah. your mind. There is great stuff, stuff on YouTube and, it is and beautiful. yeah. Yes, yes it's fantastic. So, so I always knew to me, me to me yes, tell me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, no, you go. You already knew. You always knew. Yes, I always knew because it didn't make sense that that any human being could do that. It was too precise, too too well done for for a bunch of drunken um, uh, patrons going around and at midnight without light. I mean, it just didn't make any sense. So to me, I was I I always believed in aliens anyway. So I was never a skeptic. Because myself, I felt yes. different. I felt that I, I was, I was here, but I was not from here. So I, it made sense to me that this, the universe is so big, our galaxy, that we were not the only ones. So I, and and when I understood that maybe, um, 
maybe we are genetically linked to them. It was a big relief, actually. I felt like that now all my ideas would make a lot of sense. Uh, but I kept quiet for a long time, and now it's time to speak. <laughs> so it's great that I'm I'm giving this opportunity to come out of the, my closet. Uh, but uh, well, to come back to the crop circles, they're really electromagnetic fields, and I believe they're um, they're when you see them, you have a reaction to to the shape because your body and your system can understand something that your mind cannot understand. So it is a way Absolutely. to communicate with humans on many levels. And they are teaching and they are reminding us of sacred geometry, new energy technology, and proof that they exist. I mean, the picture where you see the big eyes, it's like, okay, this is what we look like. So when you see us, you don't freak out. So they they haven't been doing here and there so to give us the time to digest the information, to understand the information, because they know how slow we are and that we need a lot of proofs and this and that. So little by little now they're popping everywhere and it's just and people are going on site. So um, yeah, from what I saw, once you go, go into um, that electromagnetic field, you actually really feel something because it's all mathematics. So when you're placed into a system where there's there's um, bouncing energy all over you, when you're in the middle of the storm, let's say, you feel that the energy is actually moving because it is. It's it's alive. They create uh, something that is actually geometrically alive in a, in a drawing, but it's 3D. The important is that it's actually 3D, and it's it's one. I mean, we'll talk about the fourth dimension, I think, next time, but it's connected to that um, because there is, it's a little bit like the pyramids. This is what we see, but there is also an energy, an etheric body that we don't see, but it's there. So when you go into the sites, you actually, to me, what, I, what I'm feeling is that it transforms you, your DNA. When you're actually affected by those electromagnetic magnetic fields, it creates again that template that we need in order to evolve. So it's very good to look at them, and it's very healing. Um, and if you can go into a site and stand there and meditate there and absorb the information, that will decode a lot of our DNA because you know we're going to the twelve strands. So I think it's really, really part of the teaching and the the help they're here to give us. That is certainly on my to-do list, it absolutely, is to go and see the crop circles that happen in the UK because there's a very high frequency Yeah, there's a of lot of there. there. Yes, absolutely. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Yes. And you can it's actually a very special place in the British summer and you can go and see crop circles, be a part of it. And people do say that when they have entered a crop circle and they've been in that energy, that they are never yes. the same again, in, yes. in such a beautiful, incredible way. Of course, because, so again, it's to come back. Yep. Yes, it's, it's sacred geometry. It will, it, it will heal you because it will, it will yes. put back everything that's been out of, um, out of whack, really, out of place into balance again. And, you know, we are pure. Well, we are energy. We are pure energy. Absolutely. So we can Absolutely. heal in an instant. Absolutely. We can so heal anything. So how do the crop circles get there? What's your theory oh, on how the crop circles appear? Well, you know, you can see it on YouTube. You see those little lights that are going really yes. fast. And, yes. And they're actually yeah, heated, I think. Orbs, don't they? What? People they call work? them orbs? No, uh, orbs lord. is a little bit like, different. The orbs is, is what, uh, when you take a picture and then you, you print the picture yeah. and then you see little bubbles um, on, the, on, the, on the, the photo. I actually, I had this experience into I, my eye. Uh, one day I had some water or something and I saw an orb from, from inside. And I don't know, I haven't looked into orbs and it's a really interesting uh um, subject as well, and maybe I'll look into that. I, I think you know it's it's 
No, I don't think it's the orbs. I think it's it has to do more with um, something that is going so fast that we can only see it as a ball of light. And that light is creates a certain heat. And the heat bends without breaking. It's a, a perfect temperature that would bend the fields, the wheat or whatever, um, in a certain way at a certain... But that is, to me, um, the... Galactic Federation of Light. I don't know the name of the specific aliens that can do that just yet. Maybe one day I will. But I know it's it's like little ships that do that. There's, they send yeah, little the ships. The theories that I heard about was the Arcarians and what they would actually do is have a template which would be above oh, the, Arcturians. the fields where the crop circle would happen. Are and, you talking uh, about the Arcturians? Uh, yes, yes. From Arcturus. And, yes, and most likely, yes, most likely. Absolutely. Because they, they, yes, they, you're yes. right, you're right. Yes, certainly because they talk a lot about sacred geometry. And uh, Janosch, what's his last name? Oh, Janosch, um, let me find him again. Um, he's amazing. He um, he made a whole deck of cards. Um, and uh, it's, it's very similar to um, the crop circles. Oh, I don't. I lost my internet connection. So, Janosch, Google Janosch, uh, J A N O S H. He's from Europe and sacred geometry, and, and you will get his work. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it might very well be the Arcturians. Yeah, and what they, they actually, uh, what the theory is, is that they have a template which will actually hover over a particular field, and that template speaks right. to nature. And nature then just performs the template. So it's like so they're following, they're following. nature and that frequency that, that will create that. And the thing is, you know, when you look in the crop circles and you look at the close-up pictures, the weaving, the intricate, yes. like one, you can have one circle, one compact concentrated circle, and the weaving in that of each particular strand to make that 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 particular small circle is incredible. It is, you know, right. it would take somebody a month to sit down and make that concentrated circle and weave yeah, every no, strand. Yeah, no, there's no way. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. <laughs> and they no, hear us no So they have I mean, whoever, yeah, Nobody whoever believes that is being it's broken really down and big spotlights and teams of people doing it. You know, no, there's no way. There's life. no way. We don't have the technology to be to be able to do that like this so fast and so. And besides, it has been recorded. I mean, it's clearly um, now with the information uh, circulating a lot more freely, we can see things and and I mean it, that makes a lot more sense than anybody doing that. It does. That's it's just right. And still, also to energy readings of the produce that will come out of those crop circles, like the seeds and the produce. It's at a higher yeah. frequency. The actual crop will produce bigger, faster um, wheat or, or whatever the, the grain will be than it would have yes. if it hadn't had a yes. crop circle because, on it. Absolutely, because of sacred geometry. It is proven, and there's a, a great, great uh, um, scientist called Dan Winter, um, you can you can look at him look him up and uh, he's got a um, a website called fractalfield.com. He he's proven that if the if water um, is poured in circular motion into into the 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 plant the plant will grow twice as fast because it it wow. is the the, the rotation it's 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 phenomenal. His research are really really phenomenal. He proved that the the way the the water was going in circular motion with the golden mean ratio would uh, encourage the plant to grow a lot faster and a lot stronger, which is a, a well, revolutionary. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to do that. That's that's a lot of That's cool. Dan Winter. Yeah, Dan Winter. But it's a certain he has this he because it's all calculated, so he, he created in the in a, he molded um and it it has it's very similar to how the heart is, our heart. 
the source of our heart again if you if you calculate our heart is completely in the golden mean ratio it's completely fractal that, that we are completely sense. fractal so that's why when we get out of balance and and very rigid and we're not in the flow of things the heart uh, stop being fractal and just kind of like and then you know gives up so it's very important to really uh uh, see yourself as a fractal being, very important, as sacred geometry wow. walking, very powerful. And that's right. And then when you're at one with life instead of separated and disconnected, that's when you're at your most powerful, flowing, manifestation ability becomes very positive. Everything yes. just Enjoy. In the place. Enjoy, enjoy, because because the pain is in the separation. Every time we experience pain, is because we feel separated from our source. So the more we we, te- we take time to connect, and that's why it's so important to go into nature. Why? Because nature nature is completely fractal. So it's 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 when we when we connect with that fractality, it it reminds us of who we are, and we feel at peace because we're in harmony. When we get in our cars. Um, in the metal, it's very difficult to feel at peace because there's no nothing that's fractal around us. Yes. Yeah, it makes so much sense. So, Marianne, a little bit more about the Galactic Federation. Oh, I love that. It sounds so exciting, the Galactic Federation. It, it sounds so powerful and that... That uh, I don't know. I, I I love when I first heard that. I was like, "What is this? It makes sense. It's you know, it's galactic. Finally, galaxy and everything. Uh, we can talk about galaxy versus just our little three um, D uh, limited world. So, well, the, to me, the Galactic Feder- Federation uh, is a benevolent uh, being from uh, Sirius and all the, you know, the stars, the Pleiades that that came together in agreement uh, from the source that um, will help us evolve. And I really believe they're benevolent because if they were not, and I I think there are some form of aliens that are not so kind, but uh, I don't think they're part of the the Galactic Federation. Maybe we can talk about it later, like the Anunnaki's and so on and so forth. Um, and the greys and all this, but uh, the Galactic Federation is is the one that that monitor what the the human beings in this civilization are doing now, meaning that uh, they have to let the free will be um, be uh, what it is, free will. But at the same time, they have an agreement and they have specific um, orders that nothing, that the planet Earth will not be destroyed. Because such an event happened before and one planet was destroyed and uh, it created such chaos in the universe that they decided to never have this event happen again. So they're monitoring to make sure that all the nuclear weapons, all the war is not going to get too out of control. So it's a a bunch of aliens... And 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 I, I don't know if you guys in Australia heard about there was a missile that was that took off from uh, California, and that missile disappeared. It was a mystery missile, and that it never went anywhere. And I believe that it was intercepted uh, once it you know uh, it was not visible anymore by the Galactic Federation that they make sure that no missiles is going to do anything and they have it. Under control. We just have to be patient, but they have it under control. And um, I think that the governments um, will have to um, to um, to talk about disclosure, to talk about first contact, first contact that happened in 1990. Yes, so a bit more about that. Well, the 1990s, I don't think anybody was really ready to hear about 2012, really. I think it started more in, since 2004, maybe 2000. Um, so Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. But 
the government knew. Um, uh, they've known since the 50s, really, that there are uh, aliens, and they're not talking about it because they still want to control what we think and et cetera, et cetera. But little by little, yeah. you know, it's going to be time to 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 reveal to the world their origin, and that's going to be um, that's going to be announced in a, in such a way that. You know, they, they're starting with the movies and even Star Trek. I mean, all this, it's just a preparation from when the time comes that people, most people will be able to assimilate it. Like, you know, oh, we're walking on the moon. People didn't believe that for so long. And, and maybe, it, maybe it never happened. I mean, that doesn't matter. What matters now is that we need help. Our technologies, the way they are, are completely not acceptable. Um, so we need new technologies. We need we need uh, um, we need help. We need help as a society because the way we're going right now, we're destroying this planet. So we need new technologies that are not going to yeah. destroy the planet. And these technologies are uh, exist already. We just don't have access to them because what they call the dark cabal is is still in control of the economy and slowly it's crumbling down and it's going to be replaced. So we're in between right now. And my gut feeling is telling me that in May of this year, we're going to hear something about it. I, I'm not psychic or anything. It's just, and it's my birthday month, so maybe I want it to be then, but I don't know. It just keeps coming to me and it's not leaving me alone. And usually when it's like that, there's something. So maybe it's May this year or May next year. I hope it's May this year because Let's get going with the program um, that people will be in a place where they can accept the evidence that will be shown and that they're not going to freak out or reject it and that we're going to be able to move pretty quickly into new technologies so we can have a happier life sooner than later. I agree. It's really interesting <laughs> because a lot of people are saying money. You know, I think that I think that's a, a, a sort of a consensus that a lot of people are feeling something about money. I I've had the same feeling before. We really, really, are you serious? Absolutely, serious. <laughs> yeah, serious? I am. I am. So you know, we're really putting it out there. We're putting our neck on the line with this show. Yes. But uh, wow, that's a feeling, you know, and. Yeah, oh my and God, it's, it's going to be really, really, yeah, it's going to be so interesting. It really is because, you know, we're really sitting on this melting pot. There's all yes. this energy building up. There's all this resistance. But, you know, the resistance is really bringing in the oneness as well. It's that whole duality, polarity thing that I really yes. think it's hitting critical mass. Yes. It's yes. Uh, it's really hitting critical mass. And we're, we're going to see some really, you know, look at what happened in Egypt just recently. Absolutely. You know, I was just going to bring it up. You, you, yes. Yes. And Egypt yes, again. Is. So it's incredible. Well, you know what, my love? We are nearly out of time. This show has gone way too quickly. So we're going to have to carry on some of these discussions into uh Well, yeah, we'll talk about the light workers. And yes, yes. Yes, excellent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, well, thank, thank you, you so much. much. Thank you. On. Bye, Melanie. Bye, everybody. All right, darling. Bye-bye, and we'll talk Bye. soon. We will. And look, you know, listeners, I think this is a really, really good show to pick up on some of those things and the things that you haven't researched yet in uh, in spare time. Really look into it because, look, things like the golden mean, things like uh, crop circles, uh, things like fractals and sacred geometry is astounding. It really, really gives us a blueprint of life and who we are. And all of this helps bring us back to oneness, which is so what, you know, and that's why I included this, uh, this segment in about 2012, because everything I'm about is coming back to source and truth and getting out of the resistance and disconnection from who we really are, because... I've lived both ways in my life. I know the difference is profound and actually it's nothing on the outside that creates that for us. It's who we are on the inside that, that we can uh, work this all out through. So 
So that's it for the show. And do remember, go on my website, pick up your free ebook, um, and become a subscriber to the newsletter because you're just going to get all sorts of empowering uh, free information constantly, as well as offers and, and, and lots of free offers that can really help you on your uh, healing empowerment journey. So that's it for me, and bye-bye till next week. Bye-bye.